Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Fantasy Romance and Romantic Fantasy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee, which I really need this morning. I am, um, I don't know, I, I won't say I'm dragging rear today, but I really didn't want to wake up and I slept till almost 6.30. Um, and now it's almost 8.30. So I am officially running behind. That's with initial caps. Uh, so I'm hitting tired, but I should finish this book today. Yay. Oh, and I didn't say, um, I just, I'm going to be discombobulated today. Today is Friday. Yay. Uh, March 27th. And I should finish this book today. I am at 87,500 odd words, which means I have less than 3,000 to go to hit my 90,000 word word count goal. I've been thinking for a while now, really since midpoint, that it's probably going to end up being something like 91,000 to odd, 91,005. Um, but we will see. I'm on the final chapter, the final scene. I kind of know <laughs> what's going to happen. Kind of not really. Um, yeah, but I, I have to not start thinking about it because then I'll just sit here and think. And that's makes for not interesting podcasting, I think. <laughs> My brain keeps really wanting to go there. I woke up this morning thinking about it and I might just have to see what comes out. My usual method. Let's talk about earrings. Um, I've had these earrings for a very, very long time. They are very simple vertical rectangles uh, with a slight Indian vibe to it. It's um, set in silver with a kind of a filigree, filigree frame top and bottom over a a rectangle of lapis lazuli, which has long been one of my favorite stones. And I think I've had these earrings. I don't know, maybe since high school, I've had them for a very long time. I think someone gave them to me. Maybe my mom gave them to me for Christmas one year. That's kind of what I feel like, but I have um, always loved them, even though they now they do get lost in the tenebrous breasts. <laughs> breasts. I do not have tenebrous breasts, tenebrous depths of my hair. Um, there was a time in my life when I had very blonde hair and I wore it in a short bob and these earrings look great with that. But so I don't wear these earrings as often because they don't show up that well. If I put my hair up and you guys will get to see my hair up because in the summer I put it up in a ponytail a lot. Yeah, you can't see on the video. It doesn't really show up then either. <laughs> Um, but they're pretty earrings and I won't get rid of them. So, um, yeah, I'm all about finishing this book right now. Uh, I believe I'll give it to a couple of friends to read over the weekend, if they will, and then start revising on Monday. Um, I don't think I'm going to take a day off. I think I'll turn right around and go back to the beginning. And I'm hoping that the beginning will be a fairly fast revise. I don't think there's going to be tons of revision. It's mostly tightening stuff up along the way. 
But, you know, so one of the things about writing prophecies in fantasy is that you get to cheat, right? Because your characters, um, you can go back and fix things and see things to lead up to the prophecy. It feels like cheating to me. But for me, because I never know how things are going to end and I discover stuff as I write it, I don't know any more than my characters do. Like if there's a prophecy or a vision, what it indicates or how it's going to turn out. So in this book, Sorceress Queen and the Pirate Rogue, um, Stella is a sorceress. That's the title. And she has some ability at foresight, although her, her talent for it isn't as strong as, say, Andy's. And she's had a vision of her future, which has been guiding her steps for a long time. And I haven't been quite sure, <laughs> excuse me, what her vision of the future is. Um, and now I'm at this final scene, and I think this final scene will be this thing that she's been seeing all along, this thing that that she saw happening. And so now once, once I figure that out, once I write that, then I can go back and um, flesh out some of the, the details on what she's been seeing. I'm sure it'll work out eventually, somehow. <laughs> Cross our fingers. <laughs> no, I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll be fine. What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> so, no, actually, I'm very happy with this book. Um, yeah. So I've been reading another book. I'm not going to say who or what. Um, because I, <laughs> the thing is, is I really like it. It's a book by an author that I've been seeing... Um, Compare, not compared to mine. I know she's like, oh, I was going to say they. Oh, well, she. Um, I'm assuming her pronouns are she. She appears to be one. Um, but anyway, she um, use, she advertises off of me a lot. So I see her books pop up next to mine if I have to look mine up for something. So I'd been seeing her around. And I thought, oh, well, I'll check out her book. And got the sample and I really liked the sample a whole lot and bought the book and I'm more than halfway through and I do like it. I think she's um, got terrific world building and I'm enjoying the characters very much and I'm intrigued by um, a very slow burn romance and I had reason to click ahead to the end of the book. Um, a lot of times I'll go see where the end of the book is just so I kind of know what the pacing of the book is, because if people put a whole lot of back matter in the back of their books, it can change things. So, you know, it makes the book end at like, well, in terrible cases at like 85%, um, you know, you e-reader people know of what I speak and there's nothing worse than having an end. An end. I tell you, my brain's like, I'm drained. There's nothing worse than having a book end a good 15% more than you expected it to. It's like um, coitus interruptus. It's like, wait, wait, I haven't come yet. Uh, 
I came too early. I was I was expecting a second orgasm. Uh, hopefully, all of you out there uh, understand that the brand at first cup of coffee is uh, overt sexual references. I do click on YouTube. No, it's not for kids. Definitely not for kids. So, so I checked and this book ended at like 98%, which is standard. I mean, that's, you know, that gives you a little bit of room for, you know, your lists of books and your, um, acknowledgements and everything. So, but then because I was there, I read the, about the author and the acknowledgements and stuff for it because I always read those things. I always find them very interesting. And the acknowledgements also will tell me, um, you know, I'll see mutual friends in there. This time I did not. We don't have any overlap. Um, so all of you trying to guess who I'm talking about, you're just not going to have any luck. But anyway, I saw in her bio that she said that she writes clean romance. And I was so disappointed because I thought, well, shit, I wish I hadn't known that about this book because that means that there is not only going to be interrupt this for me. There's going to be no uptis at all. Technical term. Um, and I was just bummed. Um, and I know that not all of you feel the same way about this as I do. Um, but I just, I just hate the term clean romance. Um, if you're going to write closed door, then fine. I, you know, I feel like nobody has to do that. But as soon as somebody says that they write clean romance, it makes me think that, I don't know, it's possibly unfairly, but I think that there are, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if I even want to say this. I'm, I'm not going to say it. I, I make certain assumptions about um, their worldview and value system. Oh, uh, and, and I do think that we, that I've talked about this before and you all have commented, you know, that the whole, the whole clean, dirty thing, um, in regards to sexuality, I find very, very judgmental. Yeah. And, and I realize that that has become acceptable industry jargon, but I think it's very easy to simply write closed door romance and not put it in your fucking bio. Um, but you know, it's a brand, it's a brand that people are going for. And while I will finish reading this book, I will probably not pick up anything else that this author wrote. You know, and I would say, well, that's not necessarily fair, except that I read primarily for pleasure. And I, uh, I don't get my pleasure, I, you know, mom ain't happy. <laughs> so, so that's where I fell out on that. Um, I'm interested to see what this story go, where this story goes, but I have now ratcheted down my expectations because I thought it was going to be juicier than clearly it will be. And that's part of it is now I, now I have a different, a different concern or a different I don't know. I'm not going to get the ride I thought I was going to get. You guys, I thought it was like Space Mountain and it turned out to be 
the carousel. And the carousel is great. I love a good carousel. Um, I thought I was getting Space Mountain. Now I really want Space Mountain. <sighs> I am um, debating whether to read A Court of Silver Flames. Sarah J. Moss. Um, Corrine doesn't care for the A Court of Thorns and Roses, that whole series. I read the trilogy and I liked it quite a lot. Um, I was disappointed in the the last half of the third book. It just didn't, um, it did a lot of things differently than what I had hoped. And, and I felt like, you know, she, she has the great advantage that she gets to write books as long as she wants to. Um, but I felt like a lot of it went on too long. And I'm actually very intrigued by A Court of Silver Flames because the heroine is unlikable. And I've seen a lot of readers saying that they that they did not like the book. And others saying, well, that they really did because they do like an unlikable heroine, which I do too. And so I'm, <laughs> obviously, so I'm tempted to read it, but um, I don't know. It feels like I'm, I'm, I'm conflicted. You know, it's, isn't it funny? That's why we reread, right? Or why a lot of you reread. I don't often, but you know, sometimes you just want to, you know, you want, you want the ride that you want, you know, if you're in the mood for Space Mountain, then that's what you want. Yeah. So, um, I'm not sure what I'm going to read once I finish this. I did. Oh, I don't think I told you guys. I did read, um, Jennifer Eastep's Take Down the Throne, which is a real tease because that book doesn't come out for forever. So this is the second book in her Gargoyle Queen fantasy romance trilogy. So the first book, Capture the Crown, comes out in July. And it was, I really liked it a whole lot. Um, and I gave it a, an enthusiastic two thumbs up. It was Space Mountain. And <laughs> I need a, a rating scale based on Disney rides, right? Um, so now Take Down the Throne is book two. And it's still in, I mean, I, I think she hasn't done developmental edits on it yet. So, but it is, um, she's ramping up the romance and it's, the romance is just nicely hot. It's awesome. Um, and it is not closed to her. And, and then there, she's writing the third book now. So I'm excited to read the third book, but that was really tasty. I am, um, <clears throat> I've been reading through different romantic fantasies and fantasy romances. Um, and sort of sorting my way to the various ones and mostly reading samples or if I got them free. Well, I'll do that. So I don't know what I'll switch to to next. I still really want to reread um, Imriel's trilogy from by Jacqueline Carey. Um, I think it's crucial. I never know. Is it Scion or Skyon? I think it's Scion. Um, but you know, I reread the original Crucial's Dark Trilogy and really enjoyed that. And I wanted to keep going and reread Imriel's trilogy and got got distracted. I had to read a whole bunch of other stuff for research and for for reasons. 
<laughs> so now I'm I'm thinking about going back to that, but it's such an investment of time. So we shall see. But um, so that's where I'm at on all those things. And I think I will, I'm going to try to cut this short today because I am obviously running behind. Um, I'm trying to think if I have anything else to tell you. Wish me luck finishing this book today. I may be, I at least don't have serious book brain, right? Not like I have at other times. I think some of that comes back to um, just having been at home. Uh, the unexpected side of side benefit really of pandemic uh, that I haven't exhausted myself with travel word to the wise right I'm also terribly caught up in um, kitchen renovations <laughs> which is for those of you who know me that's it's not really me but um, yeah doing these under cabinet lights thank you to all of you who said that they look great I'm just so happy with them and now we've got the ones up above and uh now I really want to replace the backsplash. I want to paint and I want to replace the backsplash. We will see. I'm kind of tempted to spend my weekend doing that. It would be a good break from, good mind break from writing, right? So anyway, um, I will remind you all that First Cup of Coffee is part of the Frolic Media Podcast Network and you will find more podcasts you love at frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all on Monday. Have a fantabulous weekend. And I hope you get to do some things that make you happy, whatever it is. You all take care. Bye-bye.